Chaz not here this week. Now back to your regular. <laughs> I was supposed to say back to your regularly scheduled programming, and I just could not speak English. Was <laughs> yeah. not here this week. Now back to our regularly scheduled programs. Jesus Christ. Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How we doing? Finger girl? guns, finger guns, finger guns, finger yo, guns. Yo, that is guns. a kill shot. That is menacing. You turned your hand sideways. I am scared. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I gotta go. I gotta go. All right, so we we got a lot to talk about this week. Um, we got what Prem. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know what that was. We got Prem. We got Champions League. We we don't have a Chad. As you heard in my horrendous attempt at speaking English in the cold open. Please keep but, that. Oh my god. Oh, I'm keeping it. That was funny as hell. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go chronological order with this. We're not gonna talk about every game, but we're gonna start with the Merseyside Derby here. Liverpool with a two 0 win. That was kind of expected. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yes. But I I as everybody who listens to this podcast knows, um, I'm a Liverpool supporter. I was not impressed with this win. So Ashley Young got a red card rather early on in the match. And we did not play very threatening football. I feel like we were almost no. lucky to get the two goals. Also, Ibrahim Kanate should have been sent off. I don't understand how he didn't get a second yellow. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we've we've had officiating not go our way at points this season. So I'll take it if we get it to go our way. But I yeah. would like the officiating to be right. And... Yeah, Dominic Sobos less a monster. Um, I'm still surprised by his emergence. Like, he, I'm not. I'm not at all. No, because even like in terms of like the way that he plays for Hungary, like my God, like disgusting. Like he still is able to create and do things on the ball, even though he's being pressured by like seven other people. Because guess what? He is the dominant force for that side. Oh yeah, he's already the captain of the Hungary team. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, I really don't have too much else to say on this match. I mean, Mo Salah with the brace. This, this was an expected result, but like I said, we were not very threatening. Sean Deitch just dropped them back and played ridiculous defense, which is kind of Deitch ball, so I get it. Yep. Uh, it's sort of what they had to do. Like, I'm sorry, this Everton team like hasn't really had much this season. Like, I, I give them props uh, for playing solid defense until the 75th minute like pretty much that i was expecting liverpool to win this game i know we joked about it last week that oh yeah it would be a liverpool thing to lose to everton but no like they did what was expected of course mo scoring the brace yeah it looks really nice for mo but besides that like it wasn't a great game by any stretch of the imagination um i mean the biggest there, go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. Mo is right place, right time for the goals. Yeah. So like, well, it, I mean, it, I mean, the first, what one, he the does. first, hold on, hold on. The first one was a penalty, and the second one was an incredible counter attack with a great pass to Darwin Nunez. And I, I thought Darwin Nunez was going to take it himself because he would have last year, and then he found yeah. Mo for the beautiful like left footed finish. So great, but I think the biggest news 
involving either of these two teams is the Everton news that dropped earlier today. Or yes, yesterday for anybody who is um because we're recording this like late Wednesday night. So yeah. did you not see the the tweet that Chad sent us? Bro, I have been so busy. I So the the yeah, TikTok no. that I made today that I've been telling you that has been blowing up, you don't even know what it was about. No. Like so, honestly, like I have seen like some of these games. Like So Everton are facing a 12 point deduction. Yeah, I know. You told me that and I was just like, "Wait, what?" Like That's okay. the news I'm trying to bring up. So they're facing a 12 point uh, deduction regarding um FFP violations for the 2021-2022 season. And Jesus Christ. People thought that they should have got this last year. I really I feel bad for Chad and I feel bad for all the Leicester fans because if people thought yeah. this should have come at the end of last season, Everton would have been relegated. But Leicester are getting a pretty needed reset in the championship by absolutely dog walking that league so far. Oh, yeah. So uh, they're eight points up, but they have two games in hand over second. So, I mean, they could be at m- minimum four points up at most eight points up. And yeah. I just with this Everton thing, like. They have seven points in the league so far. When this hits, they're going to be at negative five. Yeah. Like, based on the way their season's going, like, they're going to go down. And I love it. I love it, too, but I don't really want to see it this way. uh, I'm sorry. Like, they just... I don't want Pickford to go down. I think Pickford's going to... If they go down, he's going to leave. Yeah. But I don't know. Like this team just has not been threatening on any front. Like it, it's just not Everton? great football to watch. Yeah. So actually, like, even, on the contrary, on the contrary, no, no, no they have well, they have created a lot of chances. They've been threatening. But in terms they of haven't it, been clinical. That yeah, that's they, what I'm trying thank to say. you for like clarifying. Yes, because they've that, been threatening. That's what I meant to say. They, they've created plenty of chances. I mean. Calvert-Lewin hit the post 36 seconds into the match against Liverpool. Exactly, but that's like, what I mean. Like, they're every just not single converting. time they're hitting the fucking post or like just being wide, like none of them are clinical on the side and they can't find their step in terms of finishing. Yeah. And time in and time out, they're creating all right chances, honestly. Like, but it's just resulting in absolutely nothing time in and time out and getting countered to shit because they play with a lot of people forward and then it's like oh yeah we got to play all the way back and their 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 play style is interesting at best it, it's really hard it, it's very similar they're, to they're overly right they're now. overly defensive yeah it's touch ball it's overly just- defensive and then fucking they have to like to make any sort of threat up front like they have to play it like with six men like yep deep and it's like bro you're going to get countered to fuck and it's what happens i mean liverpool countered them to fuck for the second goal so yep yeah i want to move on so i think man city showed brighton earlier like in this match that there's levels to this yeah so we've been everybody has been doing tricks on it for brighton all season and literally literally and like i don't know julian alvarez scored immediately 
Holland scored immediately after. This game was 2-0 for a very extended period of time. Yeah. Like, Do you have uh, the... Are you looking at the Prem website? Yeah. Uh, do you have the game pulled up? Yeah. Does it show Brighton at all? <laughs> what do you mean? For me, it only... Oh, uh, no. It only shows Brighton. It doesn't show the way that city lined up. For lineups? Yeah. It's weird. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, you see that? That's that's weird. what I mean. I, I was about to say no. They 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 have Brighton not showing up. I wish it was the opposite because so, that's pretty much what it was for the first half. The crazy thing about this match is Ansu Fati got one back, yeah. And then after Akanji got sent off late in the game, like it was either after or right around that time because I had to leave. Um, I was getting ready for a wedding when this game was going on. Yeah. But he he apparently put a ball on a platter for Matoma and Matoma missed. So this could have been two two. Yeah. But City outplayed them. Like they oh. just they they showed them in the first half that there are levels to this, and Brighton still has a little bit of a ways to go. Especially after like doing what Brighton has done in terms of sales. Like yeah. if they have if they had kept a lot of the players like I mean, Trissard, if they still had they had kept Trussard, McAllister, Caicedo. Yeah, like that team would still be legit. But guess what? Like they got rid of some of the best performing midfielders in the Prem last season. So it's going to directly result in your team not performing as well. But they've been beyond expectations, um, but they aren't able to build the same way that City have. Like, yeah. they need to make more money to be in that position. Mm -hmm. I, I want to move on to the Newcastle Palace match where Newcastle won 4-0. I just need to yeah. speak. I just need to speak about Eddie Howe. He, he has been phenomenal for this yeah. side. So not only has he turned Joel Linton from a failed striker into a very high quality premier league midfielder, but he has made Jacob Murphy into a scary threat on the wing. He has made Callum Wilson into a scary threat up top. And Oh my God, has Anthony Gordon been absolutely fucking bawling since he like this season started. Um, that's who I wanted to speak on primarily. And also I wanted to mention something like, I mention Newcastle a lot in terms of the way that they perform against like top teams. And I want to speak on it more when we speak on Champions League. But Newcastle still like when they play a game like this, you got to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Like they, they just balled out. I love when Trippier pl plays the way that he did this game. Like the way that he was able to get balls in like from the right back position deep. He like, is, it, it was he is the most complete right back in the Premier League right now. Yes. And I don't want to hear any of this fucking Reese James bullshit. I understand that when <laughs> Reese James is healthy, he is, he is he's the best right back in the Prem and probably the best right back in the world. But yep. the motherfucker plays like three, four games every like three months. 
He plays maybe a third of the season most like, times. Like it feels like like don't really like put his name in that conversation anymore because of that. Last like, year you did because guess what? like I did too because played. you have to. Like but, yeah, but I like forgot, this season availability is the best ability. Yeah. And he's like never available. But back to so, Newcastle. Back to Newcastle. Yeah. I Newcastle just, balled the fuck out. And, and Eddie, 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 Howe, Howe, Eddie Howe is doing an incredible job. And I do yeah. still think they're ahead of schedule. Like. I do too. I think um, I really want to see the way that the Tenali thing works out in terms he's facing, of that. Sandra Tenali is facing like a 10 month ban for the illegal betting. Yeah. So we'll see what ends I'm up a little. I'm a little that. confused on that whole like situation. Not about what he like, why he's getting banned, but everything I'm reading that says he's going to be banned by Italian football. Yeah, but like, I'm confused as to how they have jurisdiction over a player playing in England, even if he's Italian. Maybe it's Italian citizenship. Is it because you like have to register with your national FA? To then be able, like, I, 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 it confuses me. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But like, like, I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that he should be able to play because I don't think he should be able to play based on what's going on. I just want to know the logistics behind how the the, the way that it works. Yeah. yeah, Being, being like, I'm sounding, I feel like I'm sounding like an idiot here, but I just, I just want to know. No, I agree with you entirely. It'd be as, I don't like, does that mean like USA soccer can like, put a ban on like Gio Reyna if he does something stupid and he can't play in Germany. Like, yeah, exactly. I like, just want to know how it works. That. Yeah. Because honestly with people playing in different countries, like, like bro, <laughs> we got to bring up the goat, the goat Quincy promise. <laughs> okay. Moving on. All right, not the goat, not the goat. But the dude literally wasn't allowed in the Netherlands, changed, like, moved to Russia and kept on playing fucking football. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm crying because Quincy promised. Jesus Christ. I remember when I used to, like, play with him in FIFA. Like, yeah. <gasps> I I know that. I said I didn't want to talk about like some of the lesser or not lesser games, but like the the lower in the table teams. But Lutton got another point, and that just makes me happy. And that's all I want to say on that game. Yeah. So. So surprise. Chelsea Arsenal. Yeah. The crazy thing is I was so. We're a little delayed on when this pod is coming out because we waited for the Champions League. We like to record on Mondays. It's a Wednesday night. But I was listening to Men in Blazers the other day, and they were talking about this match. And for Chelsea, this 2-2 draw feels like a loss. And for Arsenal, this 2-2 draw feels like a win. Chelsea went up 2-0 early. And... So th- this is this is how dedicated to my footy I am. So we I watched the first half. I was getting ready for the wedding. 
I left for the wedding. I'm sitting at the ceremony for the wedding with foot mob <laughs> open on my motherfucking watch. I'm sitting next to Caroline's little sister's boyfriend. And when I check my watch and I saw it was 2-2, I elbowed him and showed him. And we both went, the fuck? <laughs> like, so, first of all, Mudrick scored again. I think we're yeah. going to look back on the Mudrick transfer in, let's say, a year, a year and a half. And it's going to be a, a good, good transfer. transfer. Like, I understand it took him a lot of time, but he was a 22-year-old coming from Ukraine who had never lived in another country. And, yeah. like, it takes time to adapt. I was giving him a lot of shit. Like, yeah. even. Like, I, I was, was giving him a lot of shit. A lot of people were giving him a lot of shit. I think he could genuinely become something. Like, the dude's fast as fuck. So, like, and I was sorry, reading. Like, did you see that training video? Like, bro, he's obviously the best. <laughs> I was reading oh, sorry. about some other players that took some time to, like, you know, get into it and get used to the Premier League. And I am not, I just need to clarify, this is not a comparison for the type of player that he is going to be. But Dennis Bergkamp took, like, a year and a half to fully become what he was in the Prem. I'm just saying this. Down. I'm just saying this on the lens of. So you can pick it up. I'm just saying this from the lens of modern football has become so reactionary. Baffling. It's not baffling. baffling. I'm not trying you, to say Mudrick is going to be Bergkamp because he's absolutely I, I, not. I'm just I saying that he's that one of the. Just said that. He's one of the best players in Prem history, and it took him like a year and a half to actually show that, numbers wise. Yeah. I'm just saying. Football has become so reactionary where if you don't play well for your first three games or he signed an eight year contract, he could be yeah. boof for two years and ball the fuck out for the next six. He could be boof for three years and ball the fuck out for the next five and it will still be a good transfer. Yeah, they're spending so much money <laughs> like that. That's what I mean. And no. He will not end up being a Bergkamp type player because there are very few of those. But it was just a very like, well. We never know, player. but like the he dude won't. may end up fucking balling. But like I, I genuinely just am surprised that he's come to this run of form. I want to congratulate him. Like he's playing really well. Um, but also, I agree with you in terms of the way that this game ran. Like, do you remember when we Arsenal, said that we thought Cole Palmer made the wrong decision? Going to where to do Chelsea? you? Yeah, he from came where? from City and went to Chelsea. Oh, yeah, he made the right decision. Do you want to know why he made the right decision? Playtime, he's playing and he's fucking balling. Yeah, he's been balling the entire season. I know. You see Declan Rice's goal? I did not, but like, so uh, Robert, Robert Sanchez, I, Robert Sanchez, um. Passed the ball to Declan Rice while he was at the top of the box, and Declan Rice kicked the ball into an open net from about 30 yards out. I want to watch this. Like, I, I am not going to lie. Of all of the moves that Todd Bowley has made, 
he shipped off Kepa Arizabalaga, who was starting to play excellent goalkeeper, and bought Robert Mid Sanchez for like 35 mil. It made sense. But it didn't. Why did it not? Bro, Kepa was like, yeah, he was starting to. But guess what? That's when you sell him. Because think about they how didn't sell him. He He's on loan. I know. I, I'm still upset that they haven't. Like, I know. I just he's he's a better goalkeeper than Robert Sanchez. Yeah. And he's young still. Why the fuck? Like, I, it's a stupid move. How young is Kepa? Let me see. 20-something? Kepa. Age. I think he's like 23, 24. Okay, he's older than that. Oh, 25, he's 29. 20, 20. Oh, fuck him. Okay, so for a goalkeeper, that's still young. You got to understand. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. Prime's, are different. Like, prime's 30. Nah, for a regular player, your prime is like 27 to 31. A goalkeeper's prime can be like 31 to 36. Really? Yeah, yeah goal, a goalkeeper's prime can honestly be like 10 plus years. Because the overall fitness isn't not isn't as important. It's just a different kind yeah. of fitness. Yeah, Robert Sanchez passed that directly to him. Yeah. Horrendous distribution. And like... What a play on the other end, too. Fucking for the Trossard goal. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, Arsenal had unbelievable resilience. I think this Chelsea side has been streaking and they've been playing very well as of late, which is pains me to say. It's odd to say. Like, I I truly think, again, back to my whole reactionary thing, Poch was a new manager. Bowley made most of these signings, not Mauricio Pochettino. Yeah. He didn't fully know how to use his squad. and it, Oh, without it, a doubt. It's taken him time. Simple as I that. I think this team will be good, especially with Nkuku. Like, I think bro, this team do. will be good. I think they're going to finish. The, I mean, it's still really early on in this season, but I think they're going to hit their stride. They're going to finish this season on a high note, and then they're going to ball next year. I think so. For the people who were saying Chelsea were title contenders this year, it's next year. Just watch. Man, you. No, not at all. We suck. Okay, but Diego, or not Diego, Diego Delo scored a fucking banger and a half. Yes, he did. Also, Scott yeah. McTominay. Yeah, Scott has been our fucking savior. Although he's also giving away penalties. <laughs> he likes to tackle like Casemiro without the fucking finesse of Casemiro. Yep. yep. It's actually hilarious. Also, I sort of like the way that Hoichlin's been playing. Um, he's really starting to come into like some sort of form. Like he's gonna I, be, I like he's gonna that. be very good. Yeah. Um, I was very iffy about the signing originally, but I'm happy that they were hesitant at first and then brought him into the side. Um, get Anthony the fuck out of there. And Why also, is Garnacho not playing over Anthony? Yeah. And also, why the 
fuck are we playing the same goddamn way every single fucking time just trying to do goddamn cutbacks from the fucking corners like bro eat a goddamn dick it's not fucking working because ten hog is not a good manager vibes were better <laughs> you were higher up in the table when it was just vibes that's what i mean like bro what the fuck is happening he literally just brought like fucking ajax players in and then was like oh yeah this is gonna solve everything like everything and then guess what they were like we're gonna sign fucking veron and casemiro who are not wanted by real madrid anymore i think casemiro is still class but like guess what we have him for a couple years he's not gonna be like as good at the end and then no he's already starting to decline yeah veron already lost a step entirely so like fuck us we're and and goddamn Mount, like fuck me. Like Thank why you. is Mount? Thank you. Thank like, you. Why is Mount even there? Like how? Why you is Van de Beek still on the fucking side? Tell me that. Why is he still getting paid? What does he have over ownership to still be paid the fucking amount and not touch the fucking pitch ever? You want to know why? You want to know why? You want to know why? What? (laughs) Probably something in his contract where they can't just like release him in the middle of it and nobody else fucking wants him. Bro, for real. Like, and he's not going to agree to a loan deal to Bumblefuck Nowhere. My God. Fucking hell. So if you guys are wondering how Manchester United is, just reference this video. Fucking suck me. Jesus Christ, they fucking suck. Villa At least play West fucking Ham. Hannibal. I'm, 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 I'm moving you on. So Yeah, thank you. Yeah, your heart rate's getting a little too high. So Fuck Villa me. smoked West Ham. Smoked West Ham. Douglas Louise had a phenomenal day. Um, apparently, before this match, when they were all walking out with their, like, little kid mascots the kid that douglas louise walked out with is a huge douglas louise fan and like has some kind of serious illness and douglas louise banged a brace for the kid that's amazing i love stories like that they won four one this was another match the fuck out this was another match where Villa and West Ham were both having pretty good starts to the season. And and I'm not going to say that there's there. I'm saying again, there's levels to this. It's not the same type of levels as Brighton to city, but Villa are going to be pushing for a European spot this season, whether that's Europa league or conference league. I think West Ham are more going to be sitting in that hopeful for seventh, but looking at eighth, ninth. I agree with you there. Like they're just they're on, especially with the way that West Ham were last year. Like, bro, like just try to find it as like a comparison thing. Mm -hmm. They were shitting the bed last year. So the fact that they're in the position that they are at this point, good for them. Villa is in contention right now, not for the title, but for a top four finish early in the season. Do we think that's going to happen? No, No. but like 
You never know. Like I think Villa's in contention for top six. Have happened. Yeah. Yeah. But you never know. Dude. Tottenham. They're so so fucking good. I, I don't know. Like, truly, James Madison has been a revelation. Like, bro, why didn't we sign Madison? Richarlson got an assist. He's playing well again, slightly. Like, we started our Richarlson hate agenda. I posted a TikTok about him, and he started scoring. Yeah. So, like, if you have a player that's not playing well, just let us know. I'll roast them on TikTok or on the pod, and maybe they'll start playing well. Bro, every player we roast starts bawling. I hate it. Sonny, except for Man U players. Oh, no, actually, yep. even we'll get into it later, but even kind of Harry Kane and Onana. Um, uh, whatever. Son is a monster. But he is probably he's the top five player in the prime right now, without oh, yeah. a doubt. Probably I think top he, three. Yeah, I was going to say he's t- probably top three, and I don't think he's number three. <laughs> he Who might do you be, think it's between right now? Him and Holland. So Julian Alvarez has been playing better than Holland over the last couple of weeks. So yeah. uh, be- best player Holland, but I'm I, when we're talking about best player in the prem right now, we're more talking about the most informed player in the prem right now. Um, who, who you digging? I'm just I'm just trying to say what we're. Ta- I don't know who I'm taking with Sun, but I'm just trying to say that when we're talking about right now, we're talking about more of an inform because like it. Kevin De Bruyne to me is Kevin De, Bruyne, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne to me is still the best player in the Premier League. Yeah, he, he's just he's just hurt. So yeah, so like we have to talk about in form, and I don't really know who I would put up there with Son. Like Mo is up there. Yeah, without a doubt. I'd probably put Mo with him. I think it's probably Mo, Son, and I don't, and Holland as the three best players in the Prem right now. And then you have I don't know. I may take like Allison after that just because of importance. He he is truly the best goalkeeper in the league, and I don't think it's close. I think he's the best keeper in the world, and that's why I hate him so much, because he plays for fucking Liverpool. He's so goddamn good. That's my issue with him. He's actually just good. Like, Thank you, Barcelona. They bought Coutinho, and they gave us Van Dyke and Allison because of the money. So now we're going to move on to Champions League because Brian's just nah, nodding nah, himself uh, over there. I, 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 so I, I, guess I, what? I, no, Liverpool no, 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 can't no, no, talk no, no, about no, no, it. No, 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 they no, aren't not yet. there. Not yet. Not yet. Why are you doing like a... Can Spurs keep it up? Yeah. Do you think they actually can win the league? I think they may. If they win the league, one... Pandemonium. Two, Without a we, doubt. we praised Eddie Howe 
we did not heap any praise on Ange Postacoglu, and he deserves all of it. He deserves all of our wives. He is going to potentially win manager of the month again. With by far the best team in the prime right now, which is for, odd to for, say. For the third consecutive month in his third month in the in the prem this the is, boy is balling this is gonna go down as one of the best managerial signings in recent Bro, they, memory they've had player of the month every month so far they've had player and manager of the month every month carl yeah, I know, but like the fact that they also have player of the month with players in like a new system means so much to the manager's success as well. Because if you have manager of the month as well as player of the month, the manager has influence on the player's success. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, Champions Son? League. Yeah, yeah. So. We're going to go the Tuesday matches, then the Wednesday matches. Bayern, Bayern, Bayern beat Galatasaray, but I mostly want to speak on this for Bayern. So do you know yep. that they have not lost a group stage match in 37 yep. matches? Yo, please dick ride Bayern real quick. Fucking that is absurd. This. Harry Kane has been balling for Bayern. Jamal Musiala is an absolute monster. No, 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 no. Like in a good way. Like, bro, like, please. like. No, I, I, I know. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Like. They're fucking good, even though they're sitting in third in the Bundesliga. But, I know, I know. But, like, no. like. So, I, I truly think they're sitting in third in the Bundesliga because Stuttgart haven't had a super difficult schedule. Uh, no. But Leverkusen is the real deal. But back to yeah. the Champions League. This Bayern side, I mean, uh, every year they're Champions League or bust, but they look really complete in the Champions League. Yep. Within the league, iffy, but in the Champions League, everyone's on all cylinders, so they look really good. Um, Inter, uh, they were able to play a good game against Salzburg. Expected. Salzburg played well, though. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Want to give them a shot? I watched this game. Nope. It was it was entertaining. Yeah. It was. Um, it was. It was. I want to jump down. We don't need to jump and talk about all these games. Um, yeah. Like, Real won. Duh. Lenz and Eindhoven drew. Yeah. If I told you, going into this week for the Champions League, that Manchester United would beat Copenhagen one nothing, and their two saviors for the match would be Harry Maguire and Andre Onana, what would you have said to me? What drug did you just take? Which is, by the way, and a very, very fair assumption. So Harry Maguire scored a beautiful header. And first of all, he has been absolutely balling for United for the last couple of matches. Like, I know. He, I fucking hate it. He, he's been on like a revenge tour. And like I'm here for it because he's probably going to earn his place back in the squad and then start shitting the bed again. Yep. <laughs> and... Dude, that Onana save on the penalty. First of all, we were giving Scott McTominay praises 
before, like when we were talking about United, the penalty yeah. he gave up that would have cost United the three points and would have been detrimental to their chances of qualifying to the next round. Oh, without a doubt. He lifted his foot and kicked the motherfucker in the face. You can't do that. <laughs> Bro, he think this MMA. <laughs> and he's like, yo, I'm Connor McGon Connor McGregor incarnate into Roy Keane because <laughs> Yeah. And like, dude, that Onana save was disgusting. It was disgusting. You gotta give him props, but like Jesus Christ, do it fucking consistently if you want so, your name. I think he's gonna start. I truly think he's going to start. Will. I think it making a save with the last kick of the game in a Champions League match at home and having your team come and mob you for it is a major confidence booster. Bro, and also, like, the way that he played last year in the Champions League, you have to remember it. Y'all yep. the fuck out. This year... He hasn't played bad in the Champions League. The defense has played bad when he has given up crazy goals. He he has had like one or two iffy plays because like it was like just like implementing to the system and he's still becoming more and more acclimated with it. But bro, like I honestly am not doubting his value. He is definitely still a worthy goalkeeper of holding that number one spot like bro the dude is worth it he has great distribution he has great shot stopping off rip and like you just need someone else in there to show him a little better in terms of technique for shot stopping because his natural shot stopping is actually pretty good it's just that like are you breaking better. down a goalkeeper mechanically well in terms of like Oh, Nana, yeah, because I, I, I've seen a few games. And I'm also, just saying like, that that's Ajax, usually my job, and you're doing a pretty good job of it. But it's, but it's like, bro, I've been watching this dude since Ajax. Like, of course I can speak on him. Like, he, he's always been so great at distribution, and that's why I love him in yeah. terms of this United team. He does get a little cocky and arrogant, and it's hilarious watching him play sometimes because of that, because he makes it a show. But at the same time, it's like, bro, you have to like back it up all the time. And a lot of the time that Inter side had the defense to back it up every time. And, <laughs> this United uh, side does not. Bro, you think fucking Luke Shaw backing you up like that? Like maybe like two years ago. Yeah. Like he honestly. Ass. Yeah, not anymore. He he know he know bueno. And then when you look at the right fucking Wambasaka is our best defender. And like he's he's good, but the main thing is is that he's seeing the same amount of tackles that he was seeing when he was on Palace. That's not a good sign for the team if you guys don't know stats. Fucking if if, if that right back is performing the same way that he was doing on a team where like and he's not the best right back in the world. And he's performing that way on Manchester United. That means they are being exploited to fuck on that side every single time. Yep. So, yeah, he, he, it's interesting. Yo, yo, guess what place Sevilla is sitting in their group? 
They go into Europa. They got three matches left, but they are sitting in third. Arsenal beat them 2-1. Yo, you're about to get clapped by them, my boy. Like, I can't wait to hear it. And so will we, because we'll join you guys. I, like, want to say something, but, like, I'm, I can't. So I, I was talking to Val about this while we were watching the games. And because Val hopped on Discord to watch with me. So I think Gabriel Jesus is going to end up leaving Arsenal next season. He, okay. Arsenal are looking for a new striker. They want like more of a pure striker striker, which I kind of understand. Gabriel yep. Jesus is not that. Did you see the goal he scored in this no. game? Watch no. it right now. Yo, wait. What if they can get like Osman or Osman? I think they're more looking at like a Vlahovic type. Or Usman. Sorry. I, I didn't mess up that time. <laughs> um. I think they're more looking at a Vlahovic type, but they're also looking at Osman. But whatever side ends up getting Gabriel Jesus is going to get a phenomenal player. Yeah, because it's not just the way that he plays up front. It's the way that he can move around. Yeah. He should honestly be like a center forward for his side. Not a striker. Agreed. Like, he right, is I'm so just, I versatile. Just, I just need you to watch this goal. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to fucking pull it up. What minute is it? Uh, 53rd. 53rd? Yeah. It was just in the 52nd. Yeah. All right, 52nd. I'm watching. Oh. Oh. Damn. Right? You know what that reminds me of, honestly? But with what? less curl. Less what? curl. More more direct. Fucking Martial. Like, when Martial's feeling it, Martial's doing that shit. I'm like, damn. Also, like, kind of like when Sun's feeling it. Oh, Sun has, like, the greatest fucking curl. So Sun is literally in the top corner every time. That one wasn't top corner. That's why I said it. That's fair. But... Arsenal have impressed me in the Champions League. Like, these players are young, and they're playing very well. I mean, they're leading their group. They're probably going to go through. I'm impressed. Yeah, I think it's expected based off of the way that they performed last year. But the Champions League is just a different animal, and they're really young. Yeah, that's true. I, like, I just genuinely think they're like a top side in Europe though now. Like they're ac- they're they excellent. proved it last year in terms of the way that they were able to dominate possession and the way that they were able to build together as a side. Like Saliba being the fucking best center back in the world right now. Like what the fuck? Like So we I move on. I can't believe how but, long it took Saliba to like solidify his spot in that side. Bro, we talked about him for so long, and it was like, please put him into the side. They need fucking someone. And then guess what happens when they really put him in the fucking side? 
Your boys are going Holland in his fucking pocket. So, Barca won. Okay, 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 okay. I know I'm asking you to watch a lot of goals. Both of the goals that Barca scored in this match were filthy as shit. Ferran Torres scored a nice opener, but Furman Lopez's finish was a fucking piss missile into the top corner. Are you looking both of those up now, too? No, I have to, I guess. You don't need to watch Ferran Torres's. It was like a volley from inside the box where he just, like, roped the shit out of the ball. But look at Furman Lopez's goal in the 36 minute. Okay, Ferran Torres, yeah, just ropes it. Just ropes it. But the second goal. This kid. Jesus Christ. Off right? <laughs> right? Right? Fuck, okay. You see what I mean? Like, absolute fucking piss missile into the top corner. Damn, all right. Yeah. Feyenoord beat Lazio. 3-1. I was not expecting that. I know Feyenoord have been balling, but dude. Yeah. Also, if I, I'm just going to jump on to the next one. If I, was I told say, you... just aren't performing as well this season because fucking Immobile is not performing as well. That's fair. This is another what if I told you, but what if I told you that a Champions League match featuring a Diego Simeone Atletico Madrid side would have four goals in it. But result in a draw. I mean, that's the most Atletico part about this. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if there's four goals in a game, it's either a win or a loss for the other side. I don't really know too much about this Celtic side, so I can't really speak. Or, or a win or a draw, sorry. Yeah, I don't really know too much about this Celtic side, so I can't fully speak on whatever, but um, at, yeah. Atletico should have won this match. That's all yes. I can say. Yeah. Yeah. Porto smacked. Porto smacked Antwerp. Yeah. Young boys in City were tied briefly, and then Holland scored two goals so like that ended yeah Holland decided to wake up also so we don't know if Borussia Dortmund can do it on a cold rainy night at Stoke but they can do it on a cold rainy night at Newcastle fuck yeah they can they played well Cobell made a unbelievable save late in the match bro he was balling the entire fucking game yeah he was and Newcastle, I feel like, really needed this because Tenali played, and yeah. this might be his last match, and they're going to miss him a lot. Bruno Gomez is amazing, but he's so good, but he can't do it all. Jolinton's exactly. great, but like Longstaff is just not Tenali. No. And they don't, they're going to buy a midfielder they don't have in January. The they're going to buy a midfielder but, in January, but without Tenali until then, they're fucked. Yeah. Yep. And they have enough money to get a quality midfielder. 
Well, they are the so, richest club in the world, so. Yeah. And did the money hit yet? Or Walmart what money? Here? Fucking, like, all, like, don't you remember when the club was bought? There was, like, a stipulation where it was, like, within three years of the purchase, like, they were fully, like, capable of having the entire funds. But for the first, like, three years, they couldn't. Oh, yeah, because it was FFP-wise. Yeah. No, it hasn't been three years. Yeah, it's been a two years, right? Year and a half. Yeah, this is the second year, right? This is the second full season. Yeah. So they got purchased in January, I think, 2021. Yep. December 2020, January 2021-ish. And yeah. Dude, PSG bent Milan over a barrel and showed them the 50 fucking states. Yep. It is... I feel bad for Milan right now. I do too. But I just want to open up this kind of conversation because I see the debates to this on the internet and I just need to make my take on it. Yeah. I don't think there's... Any debate on who the better player is between Erling Holland and Kylian Mbappe, and I think if it's you're Holland, si- no, it's Mbappe. If you're saying, I understand Holland had the better season last season. Holland is going to finish higher in the Ballon d'Or rankings. If you have to pick a player to build your team around, and you pick Erling Holland over Kylian Mbappe, you don't know ball. Kylian, you don't know ball. No, 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 because you're not building the team around Holland. You're adding Holland to a team that he can fit in. You can build a team around Kylian Mbappe. You get what I mean? Mbappe can create on his own, dribble, pass, do whatever is needed on the offensive end. And not that Holland can't, but Mbappe does it at a much higher clip and a much more efficient clip. He's a much more all-around footballer. I agree. I agree in terms of the sentiment that he is a much more all-around footballer. But I think in terms of efficiency of Holland and saying that Holland is not, he's just not as capable. Like he can yes. do the entire run up the pitch and fucking score a goal. He can like break people down with dribbles. He can do all these things, but he can also like shoulder people and like do things that Mbappe can't do. But guess what? Mbappe can still do a lot of facilitation that Holland can't like the way that he is capable of producing for other people around him and creating chances for others. Like, Holland doesn't. Yeah, Holland can dummy, like, but like it's not as good as fucking Mbappe sprinting in and then Mbappe can break three people and then dish you a perfect cross from the wing. Yep. Holland's not doing that. Holland's breaking the three people. I will say yet. Yeah, I I genuinely think he's gonna develop his game. I do think he's especially his right foot. But right now. I think his right foot's about to be disgusting in like two years. Right now, I still say if you take Holland over Mbappe, my I, when I say you don't know ball, 
I mean it more from a sense of you're valuing pure goal scoring over overall footballing ability. Yes. And that is not the right way to look at it. Moving on, I have another goal for you to watch. Javi Simmons scored an absolute banger, and you need to see it. (laughs) Because that kid got so much hate over the years of being like an an Instagram personality. When did it happen? Jesus, Carl. 59. Cool. Okay, cool. So, Javi Simmons has gotten so much hate for being like an Instagram kind of whatever and being active on social media before he was even whatever or whatever of a footballer. And everybody wrote him off because he didn't play well at PSG. And then he played really well in the Eredivisie last year. He's playing out of his mind for Leipzig this year. Out of his mind. I'm dumb. What'd you go to? Did you click on the Salzburg highlights instead of the Leipzig highlights? (laughs) I was like, something's wrong. Like, I don't really know what's happening. I got the 59th minute and there was still a goal. Like, I was like, wait, what? It was around the 59th. I was like, okay, like, I guess. Wait, when was that goal? Six, oh, 57th. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yo, does he really curl to this bitch in? He does. Yep. Damn! <laughs> I know I made you watch a lot of goals tonight, but they were all worth watching. A few of them were. So for different reasons, the Declan Rice. I just goal don't like was, seeing City do anything. I didn't. Fuck you, City. I didn't have Fuck you watch. City. I didn't have you watch anything, City. I don't know. I watched the Barca highlights, and it made me think of City. Why? Because Ferran Torres scored. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. I is that all we got? Um. I think so. In terms I'm just of gonna games, check. like I'm just gonna check and see if we have any big fixtures coming up for next weekend before we get out of here. Oh shit. You're about to lose like eight nil this weekend. Is it happening? City. <laughs> it's happening. Watch Harry Maguire pocket Holland and score a brace. <laughs> I I would not put any sort of money. I would not do anything that Brian says again after it's after not, this it's point. Not like, it's not yeah. gonna happen. No. Um best of luck, Man U. And as a Man U fan, I will be crying um from eleven thirty AM until probably two thirty PM. One thirty. Oh no! I I give myself a little extra. Time. Oh, you're gonna cry for an hour after the match. That, that's when I throw my temper tantrums to like really like <laughs> sort of get myself going. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, bro, you you have to have a routine as a Man U fan. I bet you Chelsea fans like have it to a certain point at this point. So, or as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's all we got. Uh, we are going to be back with the three of us next week. We we like to record Mondays, but Carl was on a flight Monday, and then Chad works at like four a.m. at a bakery, so like he can't record late at night. So we're going to go back to recording Mondays next week and shout out about bite size airheads. <laughs> I just almost, oh my God, I fucking turn I love this, this shit sh- off. This show starts with me not being able to speak and now Carl can't speak, but we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Much love. Peace out. Yeah.